Welcome back to the Mind Hiking Podcast. I'm your host, Brody Fry, and today I'm going to ask you guys to walk with me. Today we're going to be doing some light wandering, some, some light mind hiking today. So please walk with me as we venture into this soft thought. We're not diving super deep today, but we're going we're gonna to question some things. So we'll see where this leads. Hopefully you guys enjoy and stay tuned. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm your host Brody Fry and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So, how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. What's up and welcome back, guys. Today, I'm going to start things off with a beautiful quote that I recently heard over this weekend, actually. Um, I've mentioned this other podcast on this podcast before, but I listen to it a lot. Um, Very, very cool. Really good podcast. Kind of leans more towards like science and technology, but Great, great podcast. Gets into philosophy and life as well, but uh, the Lex Friedman podcast. Amazing podcast. I love it. Um, but I was listening to that, and there was a quote um, that I heard that I really liked and um, thought it was cool, so I'm going to share it with you guys today. But that quote was, Fate is the ratio between who you are, and who you want to be. And that one, I had to... It it spoke to me when I initially heard it, but I definitely had to let that one marinate a little. (laughs) And uh, and the more I think about it, the more I like it. (laughs) And I'm sure we all got quotes like that, where we hear them and you think about it throughout the day or over the course of a few days, and... And you just keep thinking about it and you like it. And it seems to mean more and more the more you think about it. That's this quote for me. Um, I really liked it. And I think it spoke to me because it, it portrays a way of seeing the potential in your future, the potential in your life, like the um, the variability in your life, and I think we we kind of coast along life too much, and we don't realize that. I don't think a lot of us think about who we really want to be. I think a lot of people just kind of go through life taking on the next challenge, doing the next thing, or just trying to get by, not really thinking about the future. And maybe that ratio is very close. Maybe it's a damn near one-to-one kind of thing where you are the person you want to be because you never really put that much thought into it. Maybe you, you, I guess you could be very far off. Maybe you want to be this amazing person and, 
and you're a shithead. <laughs> but probably that I would say that that's probably more unlikely. It's I I bet there's people out there that are absolutely not good people but really want to be or at least want to be in a good spot and be successful because everybody would like that, but I'm sure there's more people in the world that haven't put that much thought into that and they just kind of are plopped in their life and go about their day and they have their typical human concerns like we all do but but they don't really think that much about the future and their future and who they want to be I think it's I think it's important and I think we need to think about that more start thinking about that and not only that the other part of that is who we are because we can we can change both of those ratios we can change who we want to be and we can also change who we are that's it's a trajectory basically I think we can all improve in some way, and um, there's everybody's got so much learning and growing to do, and and it's like a an infinite like it's like a growth treadmill. It's just like constant, constant learning and growth, constant pushing your boundaries. Like when we were little babies, we we learned so much, like the first few years, it's like the first seven years of your life is the most crucial, the most crucial developmental. Like you're learning the most, like you're learning everything. Like you don't even know what sight is, sound is, taste, like everything you're taking in for the very first time when you're born. And, and then you're learning everything, what this place is that you can stand, you can touch things and, move around you you got to learn how to use your body you got to learn what this environment is what an environment is and like what you can do what you can't do like you're learning everything everything and and then we like stall out as we get older and then we get comfortable doing the same thing over and over again and then people get frustrated, bored, depressed, and and wonder why. But life used to be so exciting when things were new, when you didn't know what was going to happen next, or you didn't know what the things around you were. It was exciting. It was maybe nerve-wracking, but exciting. And I think we need more of that. I think we need a explore and test ourselves and and I think society like structures us and like almost forces us to to just like obey and be a good little worker ant and 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 give in and give up who you are and, and they 
almost force it, but make it easier to be like that. And it's harder to be who you want to be. It's harder to be different. But that's good. It's good that it's harder because it's exciting and interesting and something new. It's a new challenge. It's something that keeps you occupied, growing. You're stepping into the unknown, which is so, so important. You got to keep pursuing that unknown. I think I think happiness will come when you discover a purpose. And maybe maybe not necessarily a purpose, but I think more specifically, I think we're at our happiest when we're pursuing the unknown in a field and a way in which we enjoy. I think that's exciting. I think that's cool. And it's not all about work, work, work and achieve, achieve, achieve everything that you want for, I'm not talking about looking cool to other people. Like, what do you want as a human being? What do you want? Can you imagine erasing every relationship you have? Just, just like, take it away for a minute. Just imagine, like, you're on planet Earth alone. Or at least, like, eliminate the, the thought of any other judgments. Imagine what you could do. Like, what do you want to do? Like, if you didn't have to worry about... Like, maybe a better example is, like, say you're the only conscious person and you don't have to worry about any judgments at all. What would you do? Like, what do you want to do? I think that's an interesting thing, and I, I think that's a... Maybe that'll help you out with trying to figure out, like, what what do I like? What what do I want to do? And that'll kind of point you in the right direction. Like th I've always found this to be interesting and maybe you don't do that like as a career, but if that's like a hobby, start enjoying it and learning and venturing into the unknown in a field that interests you. I think it's super important to experiment with the world. Try new things. I think it's so important to try new things and experience new things. I talk all the time about the full spectrum, the vastness of our experiences, and just being able to absorb the full spectrum, the ups and the downs, and everything in between. It's... It's a beautiful, amazing life that we're blessed to be given. It's just like awe-inspiring. It's just so amazing being alive. The thrill of being alive. And how could you be bored with that? How could you be depressed with that? It's so, it's, it's exciting thinking about what you could do. The options are limitless and you're only capping yourself in your own mind. And you don't want to work your whole life away because that's what society tells you to do. And 
be good little boys and girls and get your job done and go home and keep to yourself until you have to start working again and make money for somebody else and and then hopefully retire and die. <laughs> At least retire and have enough money to get to your death. And that's a sad life. That's that's where the depression starts. Because if you think that that's it, no wonder why you get depressed. That's sad. You got to find something you enjoy doing, something that you love to do. Because you don't want to get to the end of the line. Even if you do become super successful, even if that's what you wanted to do and you become super successful and you're just laying on a pile of cash, just look down at yourself and think, was it all worth it? That's one of my biggest fears. And like, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I've never worried about becoming successful. It, it comes like, it's kind of like a wave. It comes and goes the thought of it, but more than the thought of becoming successful, I more often have the thought of, will it all be worth it? whatever I have to do, whatever I'm going to do in the future to become successful, whatever it is, whatever the journey is, wherever life takes me, when I get there, will it all be worth it? And I don't mean to say this like it's a, there's a stopping point either because it's infinite. It's forever. This goes on. The growth, the learning, the the achieving and whatever whatever you want to do with your life it goes on and it's just a an interesting outlook on life or a perspective on life just m keeping that in mind is is what you're doing or what you're about to do going to be worth it because it's sort of like weighing the pros and cons but not necessarily you got to make sacrifices to get by and you got to make sacrifices to be able to do what you want to do as well. Whether that be time, money, or uh, I guess time with friends and family as well. Physical exertion, labor, whatever it is that you're sacrificing, there's always some sort of a sacrifice and you you just got to keep in mind it like what's what's worth it to you like is it, are you willing to miss your this is a stereotypical example but miss your children's sporting events while you're working late into the night trying to provide for the family i don't know is that worth it for you that that's a question for you to answer yourself and i don't have the answer for that especially from your perspective i'm going to take a little pause because baron's having a nightmare <laughs> i'll be right back <laughs> okay i'm back sorry about that um that's the sweetest boy ever i love baron so much um for those of you that don't know he is a 
chocolate lab. He is six years old. Um, turned six in October. He is just the sweetest little boy. He he's had severe nightmare problems as long as we've had him. I got him when he was eight weeks old, and um, yeah, he he's always had a severe nightmare problems. They sometimes they get bad. Like I think he's, I think like some animal got in the house and he's like fighting something and I jump up and, and he's like laying in the other room, just like barking, snarling and kicking his legs, but he's completely asleep and I have to go over there and gently wake him up and, and pet him and wake him up. And cause I don't want to scare him, scare him awake by like speaking to him too loud. So I'll just like lightly stroke his back to let him know I'm there and then wake him up slowly from there. But I don't know where that, that comes from. It's very interesting. He's, I think he's, I think he's a genius dog. That dog is incredible. He's so smart. Um, it, most of his skills aren't, aren't used like they were on the farm because he, he was a working dog. He knew so much. He was so good at rounding up animals, knowing how to how to steer them lefts and rights, and and he knew what I needed to do. And he he was always with me twenty four seven, and lived with him, worked with him, and it was just like he, that was my buddy, and he still is, and I love him so much. Um, he was. I've told this story before. I think on one of Steph's episodes. Um, but I'll tell it again. Um, he, we picked him up in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, like the southern tip of Indiana, and it was like the last half hour of the drive. I think it was like six hours one one way, and um, it was a day trip, and we picked him up on my birthday actually, and um, it was my 18th birthday, I believe. Yes. Yeah, I think, because I was in the, yeah, okay. I had my first place at 17 and 18, on my 18th birthday is when we got the dog, because I miss living with a dog. <laughs> so we got him, and uh, and then, yeah, last half hour was literally like Amish town, like horses and wagons and like gravel roads the last half hour of the drive, and um, get to this like house and, um, in the middle of nowhere. And, and there he is just, just a little chocolate puppy dog, just a little Hershey kiss sitting on the porch and, um, just the sweetest little puppy with the tiniest little floppy ears and, and just these big golden eyes. So, so pretty. And, uh, and he he's like he's excited but nervous and uh and then there was another dog off in the distance and the lady said that that was his mother and uh we didn't meet her but like I could see her from a distance and I was like oh like uh where's the father and she was or who's the father and she said that it was the neighbor's dog and um and I was like where's the rest of the litter like nobody wanted him he's so cute. And, uh, and she was just like, Oh, they're, they're gone. And I was like, I, I can't believe that they 
picked him last. He's he's adorable. He's the cutest puppy I've ever seen. And and she was just like, No. Like they're they're gone. They uh he was an accident with the neighbor's dog. They didn't know that she was pregnant. She had the litter outside overnight. And coyotes got to them before they did. And Baron was the only survivor. And um, my, my thought is that that could be uh, a reason for his nightmares. I'm not sure, but I don't know what else it could be. Um, like I, I can't imagine what he's had to see. But uh, I try to make up for his hardship the best I can with all the love I can provide. And... Um, And I'm working my hardest to be able to buy him another farm so he can be a farm dog again. <laughs> so hopefully soon, hopefully soon we can get a, a farm and he can run around wherever he wants again. Because <laughs> he, he grew up spoiled for sure, which he absolutely deserves 100%. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'd like to be, kind of to tie that in. Just have a nice secluded farm away from people and just enjoy my life and enjoy the the simple things enjoy the simple life grow my own food work my own land enjoy amazing animals raise chickens have a loving family few children loving wife and just a beautiful farm beautiful puppy dogs running around and um, tinker on some some toys and record podcasts <laughs> have have good friends over have good times have good fires and just enjoy life and uh, and talk I love that just talk have deep genuine good quality conversations about life who we are, what we're doing, and where we're going, and sharing good times, reminiscing, sharing stories. I love it. I love it all. Just so cool. And just another reason why I love podcasting. So that is that for today, guys. So hopefully you enjoyed. I really appreciate all your support. You guys all rock. And, uh, it's, it's so cool seeing this podcast grow. I, I love the way that this podcast is spreading. It's like every time I check up on the numbers, it's, it's growing more and more. And it's, it's so cool to see that. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all your support. Please keep liking, sharing, following. Uh, best way to let this podcast grow is, is tell somebody about it. And I would really appreciate it if you did. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you guys next week. Peace.